Welcome to Linux in the Shell, episode 15, part 3 of Top, Controlling Top. My name is Dan Washko. I will be your host today. As always, I'd like to thank Hacker Public Radio for hosting the site and the audio files. So make sure you contribute to Hacker Public Radio or head on over there to listen to some other great shows. Today's episode of Top, part 3, Controlling Top is going to be not the last in the series of top, because there's going to be one more, I believe at least one more. Probably only one more, but anyway. I remind you to head on over to linuxintheshell.org to look at the other two episodes on top if you haven't already, but also to read the full write-up on this subject and and the links and to watch the video to solidify top in your mind. Now, the first episode of top, we talked about the... The summary, top summary area, task summary, and the second episode we talked about the task or processed area, the the bottom part of top. And this episode we're going to talk about how to control the general overall display of top. So let's jump right in. When you fire up top, you got the, the top task area is primarily what you're going to be observing in top of all the tasks. And that's where a lot of the focus is going to be right now. Um, when you look at that, it starts off, it's going to show all the processes that are running on the system. So your the list, the task area list by row, each individual process by PID, process ID, and it's going to scroll off the screen. So you there's a whole lot more, probably a whole lot more processes running in your top screen, but you can't see them. Well, you can use the arrow keys to navigate down one line at a time through the process list. And you can move it up and down, move up and down with the arrow keys, or you can use the page down to page down one page of, of items and page up to page up one item. You could also use the end key to go to the bottom of the list. And you can use the home key that'll take you back up to the top of the list. Now, if you open up top in a f- terminal or in a console and you're looking at it full screen or, you know, taking most of the screen, you'll probably see the, the default columns in there unless you have added more columns. They should fit pretty much on your screen. But if you added more columns or you're not running it in a full terminal session or console, you can scroll across the columns using the right and left arrow keys, which will take you, obviously, right arrow will take you to the right, scroll to the right, left arrow will scroll back to the left, and allow you to see the processes that way. So that's basically what you could do to scroll around that process area. Now, if you wanted to actually search for something specific in that process area, you can press the capital L key, that's Shift L, and it'll say, bring up a prompt that says locate string, and you could type whatever you want in there. Uh, and what that will do is it will case sensitive, of course, because everything in Unix is case sensitive or Linux, search for that string on all columns that are displayed. So if I were to locate string top, it's going to look at all columns where top could possibly be displayed, and then it should show you your search values that have come up. Now, you can toggle or or move through those search values by pressing the ampersand key, which will locate the next instance of where the search value was found. So that's, that's how you can start controlling what you can display in the top window. Now, by default, 
you can see what top is sorting sorting on because um, when top is running and it's refreshing you'll notice things are moving around so how does it so what's what is it actually sorting on if you press the x key it's going to highlight the column it's sorting on by default it's this percent cpu usage so you'll notice that that column is highlighted now if you wanted to change that what it's actually sorting on one of the easy ways to do that is to use the right the the less than key to move to the right or i'm sorry to the left because it's pointing to the left and the greater than key to move to the right and that will shift through the columns now if you have the x key if you have it highlighted you'll see what columns you're actually shifting or sorting on as you use the greater than or less than keys and of course that's typically shift comma and shift period to get those because they're those those keys are right above those, those symbols are right above those keys and it will toggle on and just use that as the sort criteria so for instance in the default when you're sorting on CPU to the right is percent memory uh, and if you were to press the greater than key it would shift it to the right and you would be sorting on um, percent memory from there on and going forward there are some hot keys that you can use to sort on specific values one is capital M and if you do that capital M will sort on memory usage capital N will sort on process ID so it'll sort on process ID greater the greater the higher process ID to the bottom now capital P will sort on CPU you say well, why isn't PID or process ID capital P I don't know that's just the way it is Capital T will sort on time, what process has been running the longest, to the low. and then capital R, which is not going to specify what column to sort on, but it will reverse the sort. So it will take, instead of going from highest or greatest value to lowest, it will then go from lowest to highest. So for instance, if you're sorting on PID, process ID, which is capital N, and you by default is going to start with the greatest process ID and sort all the way down to the lowest which is typically the init process which should be the first process so if you wanted to if you were to hit the capital R it would switch that and resort from lowest to highest so that that's what capital R does so that's how you can control the sort options in there um, and look through the task list so that's that's pretty pretty easy to do right there that's your basic controls now getting a little higher up in some of the basic controls there top refreshes itself every three seconds by default now you can change that by pressing the D key and it will prompt you to say change delay from three seconds 3.0 and remember this is in tenths of a second so you can specify like 3.5 or 3.5 seconds and you can put whatever number you want in there um, one for one second five for five seconds and it will on the fly change that value and allow you to it'll refresh uh, whatever value that you set right there now you can also change the refresh value using the S key so S and D change the refresh value if you don't enter a value when you when you bring it up and you're prompted it will leave it at whatever the current value is now you can prompt or or 
initiate a refresh automatically by pressing the space key or the enter key and that will automatically refresh and restart the count right there now there is the option in top to toggle on thread mode threads mode is capital H and instead of showing processes in thread mode and when you're looking at thread mode what you're seeing is whether or not processes are shown now the hotkey H capital H that is will turn thread mode on or toggle it and you can tell whether you're in threads mode by looking at up at the top in the summary area on the second line it will say it will show either threads right there or tasks and when you're in thread mode it shows each line is a thread and it displays each line in the task area by threads whereas in the, in the when it's in task mode it displays it by tasks as opposed to threads so you can turn that on and off by using the capital H key and you can also turn off uh, toggle off on and off IRIX mode by using the capital I and when you do that it will tell you when you hit that key right up there in the tat the summary area whether or not IRIX mode is on or off whether you've turned it on or off now remember IRIX mode is how CPU percentages are calculated in IRIX mode if you have one CPU, that's 100%. If you have two CPUs, it's 200%. Three CPUs or four CPUs would be 400%. So on some percentages are calculated based on that that value, that percentage. It adds 100% for each CPU. Whereas when you turn off IRIX mode, it goes into Solaris mode. 100% CPU is 100% of all the CPUs. So one CPU is 100%, two CPUs is 100%, three CPUs is 100%. So the values that you see for percentage of CPU are taking out of out of whatever mode you're in. So like 3% in IRIX mode is 3% of 400%. Whereas in Solaris mode, when you toggle off IRIX mode, 3% is 3% of 100%. So we discussed that in the previous episode, so if you're still confused about that, check it out. You can press the capital B key, which will turn bolding on and off. And bolding will allow you to, it'll highlight specific things, like the, the row that you're sorting on will be highlighted. Um, the current object that you're sorting with will be highlighted or what row you're on or what row you're actually looking at will be highlighted so you can turn that bolding highlight on and off with um, B and if you have like row highlight on uh, but bold off it will highlight that whole column there and it, it it will be a change the background color of the of the column. Whereas if you have bold on, typically it will also bold it and sometimes highlight it at the same time. So you get some different values in there. So check it out. Uh, there is an options in top that you can control what processes you see. For instance, if you wanted to see all the processes by a specific user, you can press the U key, 
and you can type in like my name is Dan I just want to show my processes and hit enter and it will show you all the processes by my user uh, if you if you hit the U key and don't supply any value it will show all so you can specify processes by users with the U key now one thing I want to I want to say if if any time that you have limited the amount of processes that you're seeing in a task area and you want to quickly just show everything once again you can press the equal key and it will turn off all limited all limitations that you have specified so it will return um, top and remove any restrictions on tasks or anything that you have, have set in the display so it'll get you back to showing all the processes let's take a step back a second and let's talk about some switches that you can pass to top um, not necessarily controlling with the hotkey and some of these switches that I'm going to talk about I also do have hotkeys and where they where they they do I'll really remind you of the hotkey or tell you what it is for the first time first off there's cumulative mode and as I discussed before in the previous episode, cumulative mode um, shows the CPU time used by the process since it started and includes the CPU time consumed by the process's dead children. Okay, so that's what cumulative mode is. It will count how much time the process has been used, or CPU process has taken up since it started, plus all its dead children. By default, that's turned off. Okay, and you can toggle that on and off with uh, a capital S, Shift S, while top is running. But you can start top by passing a dash capital S flag, and it will it will reverse the previous um, cumulative mode the top was running as. So if your standard defaults, you haven't messed around with anything, um, and you do top dash S, it'll start it in cumulative mode. IRIX mode, which we have talked about so many times now, is on by default, and you can pass the dash I, which will toggle it off and put you in Solaris mode by default. Now, of course, we had said the hotkey for that is Shift I, or the capital I, which will toggle it on the fly. So whatever top was running off previously, the dash I will toggle it. And then standard is default is Tyrex mode on, so toggle it will turn it off. There's secure mode. Now this mode is, there's only a command line option for this. There's no live option. And secure mode is turned on by a dash S. Okay, and what secure mode does is it disables some of the functionality of top and that functionality would be like being able to kill a process or re-nice a process or some of the things in, in secure mode that you won't allow it to do it will even restrict the root user from doing those if you run top as root user and pass it to dash s and in fact if you're going to run top as the root user you should probably go with the dash s especially if you're going to leave it up for a long time and somebody else might have access to the system you don't want them willy-nilly killing processes by accident or re-nicing them so secure mode can only be turned on by a command line switch we talked about threads mode, which is a capital H. We'll toggle it on or off. Default is it's off, and it shows tasks as opposed to thread, but a capital a dash capital H will turn thread modes on uh, when you start top and display threads instead of tasks. Now, with cumulative mode, IRIX mode, and threads mode, you can you know switch the toggling of those using the hotkeys that we discussed, so you can change those on the fly. By default, top is going to show all the processes that you have 
that are going on on the system, so it will not discriminate, but you can tell it to only show specific process IDs with the dash P switch uh, from the command line. And you can specify more than one process ID, up to 20, um, with a dash P, one process ID, and you can you can do it one of two ways. It's either dash P for each process ID, so it would be like dash P779 space dash P8510, and so on, up to 20. Or you can do dash P, and then process 779 comma 8510 comma, and so on, and display them with a comma separated list. And when you do that, it'll show you only those processes. Now, if you want to get out of that mode, okay, you can press the equal key like I had said before and it will take you out of that restricted mode and show you all the processes. Like process ID you can limit the display of processes by real user I mean effective user or all users by using the dash U or the dash capital U key uh, parameter passed to it. Now you can only pass one user to it and dash U uh, is specifically effective user, so that's what the process is currently running as. So, for instance, if I do top space dash u dan, it will show only top will only show all the processes that are running as me under my user account. Now, remember, effective user uh, also includes processes that were altered when they ran, like they're now running under suid. Uh, so if I ran a process that SUID to root, um, it would show effective user and would not necessarily show that process under my name. It would show it under root. Whereas if you pass the dash capital U, it's going to show all the processes that that are running or running uh, as a different user from that person also. Now, of course, once you have that restriction put in there you don't have to quit top and restart it to show all processes just hit the equal key and it'll take you back to what you were running before top has a width to it okay so width of columns and it runs from one column up to 512 columns and if you really wanted to limit how many columns are displayed in top uh, on the screen, you can pass the W command, dash W, and restrict the number of column, columns by specifying the number from 1 to 512. Top runs continuously, and it has the refresh inter intervals, which are specified by the dash D. Now, top has a mode that you can specify it to run for a set number of intervals. I had mentioned this in a previous show. And that was with the dash n. So you can do top space dash n and some number, like 1 to whatever, say 5, and it would run for 5 intervals. So it would start up, be 1 is the first interval, and then run for 4 more refreshes and quit. And that would be it. That's useful for going, for passing to top to run it in batch mode, which is a dash b. Batch mode will run top for a set number of intervals and if you don't pass the intervals it will continuously it'll keep running but batch mode is useful for when you want to take the output of top and pipe it to a file or you want to pipe it to another program or another program uses it batch mode will start top up and it won't accept any input 
So if you pass the dash end to it, it'll run for a set number of intervals in batch mode, doesn't accept any input or controls, and then quits. That's all it does. If you don't run it with a set number of intervals, it will keep running continuously, and you'd have to quit it with Control-C. So that's batch mode. Useful if you're running top to get information into another application or file. <clears throat> top has a forest view mo mode, and if you can pass it the forest view mode, with this hotkey. So if you're starting top and you want to see like a tree mode, you would pass you would pass capital V and what that'll do is it will show you like the top process and then each process that's running underneath it in a tree fashion. So um, for instance, I'm looking at top right now and it's running the, the first process it's running is in it. And then underneath it I see all this the processes that it has spawned that are running underneath it in a tree-like mode. So that can be handy if you want to see what, what process is a parent of another process. And you can, of course, toggle threads mode on and off to look at them in tree mode. But uh, it could be handy. You, you toggle tree mode with a capital V key. So it shows a hierarchical tree ordered by their parent. And that can be pretty handy. So all in all, Oh, I don't want to stop here. There's there's a few control things that you for controlling processes in top. Now remember, these are turned off by default in secure mode. That didn't make any sense because secure mode isn't default, but these are turned off in secure mode, so you can't use these in secure mode. But the two we're going to talk about is killing a process and renicing a process. Now, you can kill a process by pressing the K key, and it'll ask you for the PID to kill, and you would put in the PID number, and then it's going to ask you what send what PID signal, PID 16 signal, so um, 0, to six, 0 to 15, typically you're going to pass it either 1, which is a hang up, or 9, which is a kill, and you can press, you type in 9, and then it will kill that process if you have permission to do that. If you are running as a normal user and you try to kill a root process, it's not going to happen. Um, if you're running in secure mode and you try and kill a process, even as root, it will tell you that it's restricted, it's in secure mode, you can't do it. Then there's re-nice a process, which is R, you could press the R key to re-nice a process, and it does the same thing. It says, okay, what PID do you want me to re-nice? And you specify the PID, and you and then it says, what do you want the value to be? It's a value from negative 19 to 19, where the lower the number, the higher the priority is given. So uh, highest priority is given to negative 19, lowest priority is given to 19. So if you try and pass re-nice to a process that you don't control, it will tell you that the operation is not permitted. If you try to re-nice a process that you do control, but you're not root, um, and you try to re-nice it to anything greater than negative 10, or I'm sorry, lower than negative 10 in this case, which increases the priority, it will tell you that the operation is not permitted. So a standard user, you can re-nice a process that you control from negative 10 to 19. Whereas root user, if you're in there as a root user, you can re-nice it to negative 19 if you want to. So standard user, negative 10 to 19. Root user, negative 19 to 19. Now, if you pass a value greater than 19, like 25, 35, 45, it's just going to re-nice it to, to 19. It won't complain, or most of the time it won't complain to you, but it's not going to do it anything higher than 19. Um, 
that is the basics of controlling top right there. I think I pretty much covered everything. Uh, really the basics there. More information, you can always hit the H key, which takes you to uh, the help screen. And that gives you some of the options that we have talked about in there and in the previous episodes for toggling things on and off or moving around on the screen. Um, the last thing I'll say is don't forget controlling what fields are displayed on the screen by getting into the fields mode, fields management mode by pressing the F key and that'll control the toggles. What we're going to talk about next time are task windows, uh, alternate windows and displays and color highlighting syntax and stuff like that. So that's where we're going to end here is just controlling the output of what you see in top. And the final episode, which I hope will be the final episode, we'll be talking about alternate window displays and highlighting and different color schemes that you can do on top. My name is Dan Washko. This has been Linux in the Shell, supported by Hacker Public Radio. Head on over to the website, look at for episode 15 to do the full read-up on this, and to also watch the video. As a note, if you had watched the video last week, or last two weeks ago on the second episode, there was a zombie process listed. And I did not know what that zombie process was at the time. Well, I found out what that zombie process was. It was the GTK Record My Screen spawns a process, a bunch of processes to take screenshots and stuff. That is what the zombie process was from, um, was that right there. So pretty cool. Check out the website, check out the videos, and we'll be back here for the final installment, hopefully final installment of Top in two weeks. Have a great day. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.